Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 51 of the Elite City Podcast. Um, Is it 51? I think it's 50. 50? I think. Oh, or it's 50. I don't know. I can't remember. Yeah, it's 50. I can't remember. It's 50. It's 50. Thank 50. You. Getting ahead of yourself. Wow. Ahead of myself. Uh, I really love the the professionalism of these podcasts, by the way. I just want to say. Hey, I usually don't know what number it is, so I don't say any. So I did go for it, at least. <laughs> I, I did. Oh, hey, I don't care. It's all good. So sometimes you swing and miss. It doesn't matter. You know, there you go. You're not all home runs. You, you took your shot. Yeah. And failed, but what else? Live and go. learn. Live and learn. <laughs> um, anyways, at Elite City Pod everywhere on social media. Yes. Um, please like, subscribe, comment. That all helps. Retweet if you see us on Twitter. I mean, Twitter's trash now, but if you see it. If anybody, <laughs> if anybody still sees anyone on Twitter, yes. Yes. Yeah. Please let it, let it be known. Uh, let it be known. Spread the word. Um, yes, indeed. Anyways, we had pretty good episode of uh, of Dynamite this week. Yeah, we did. It's exciting. Just lots of surprises too. <laughs> I'm still in shock about one that we'll get. Yes, to. definitely. Uh, but boy, did they set the bar high? Uh, the show opened with Orange Cassidy and Bandito for the International Championship. I almost called it the All Atlantic. Uh, I forget they changed the name. <laughs> this match was incredible. Yeah, really good match for sure. And I really Cassidy, like. I just in general like Orange Cassidy's title reign. Like I think it's been a really good title exactly reign. What I was just going to comment on. Um, he, that was number twenty. He's defended this title twenty times. That's absurd. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking of that go? today. It's really hard to book title reigns like across companies. Whenever you see wrestling companies, like the they always say like the the more interesting part is someone like chasing the title or working their way up to get to the title. But like, right. there's been numerous people who've had like, like no offense to him, but like Hangman Page, like his his yeah. approach to the title was way better than him being champion. Not saying that him being champion was bad, but the the build to him becoming yeah, champion absolutely. was was more interesting. But they've made Orange Cassidy's title reign like really good. Like they've done a really good yeah. job booking him as champion. And the way that I mean, they played up him. Uh, with his hurt hand and they kept mentioning like the wear and tear on his body from right his type, from the defenses i thought that was really cool to play it up that way too yeah i love when they do that when like a champion who's defended a whole bunch they they point out that oh he's defended it so many times it's you know getting getting to be more difficult every time just based on the number of defenses not even right. like yeah it's it's it, i like it uh, now who do you who do you think becomes the next I don't know. I was thinking about that. That's a hard one because I'm assuming it's going to be a heel because it's Orange Cassidy. So it's probably going to be right. a heel. It's probably going to be someone who like takes advantage of his injuries or his, or something. Right. Um, but I can't think of who it could be. The only person I thought of was Kip Sabian, but I don't know if he would win the title. I don't know. Who do you think? Uh, well, I, I have I have two theories. <laughs> one, if there's no op opponent announced if, if excuse me let me step back here if he still has the belt by all in i think they'll keep it like a mystery opponent and it will be like somebody from like someone from europe like a big european right. um maybe even indie european wrestler but i, I think they would dethrone him just because be it cool. was all in yeah it's the all atlantic nope it's the international championship excuse me it leveled up you can't forget that it leveled yes, up i forgot i forgot Thanks to Shazam. <laughs> Thanks to Shazam. I would have never thought I would hear those words. <laughs> um, now, if, I mean, I understand that's a really long time. Um, I could totally see him losing it at double or nothing, though. Like, and if he would lose the double or nothing, I, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I can't, I can't think of, because it's, He's made the all, the I was gonna call it the all Atlantic title now. Yeah, he's made he, he's made the international title like pretty meaningful. Like it's it's ahead yeah. of like the TNT title now. Um, totally. So the person who beats him has to be you know at this point good enough for it. It can't be like if if it had happened you know two months ago, it could have been you know anyone basically. Yeah. But now because <laughs> it's more established as like a you know kind of like a workhorse title. 
um, it would have to be someone who could take that role. And I don't know who that is. I mean, like, again, like, I, I hate to say it because you're not, it's not as somebody new, but I mean, Pac was a good champion. Yeah, he was. And I think that would be really cool if they went to, um, like, they're talking about All In. That would be really cool if he got to, you know, either compete yeah, for it or defend, a, defend it at All In. That'd be really cool. Oh, that, yeah. I mean, you could do that. Like, have something between uh, Double or Nothing Forbidden Door between him and Orange Cassidy, and then right. have Orange lose it, and then have him defend it over there. In front of, I mean, the no- news broke today: sixty thousand pre-sale. <laughs> right. So I was, I, and like the prices are out. But like a lot of the time when they have pre-sales for events, like only half the people buy tickets or whatever because t- Ticketmaster doesn't tell you the cost, right? So you right. get there and you're like, oh, these tickets are way more than I want to spend, so you just right. don't buy tickets. But like that, the prices are out, so people get a chance to look at them and figure out what they want to do before they buy. Oh. That, see, I didn't realize that. That's really cool. So I think it's actually going to be more likely that someone buys than not. Yeah. If you're, if you know what the, you know, what tickets are going to be available and what the costs are going to be, and you're more likely to buy than if you didn't know, and then you get there and you're like, oh, five hundred dollars, I don't want to pay that, and you just leave. Yeah, I, yeah, because you can even set like your expectation, like, okay, I'm going in. I only want to spend, you know, fifty to a hundred dollars. Right. And, and then you okay, so, so yeah. these sections I can sit in, yeah, yeah, yeah. You could set your slider and look for tickets all day. That's a really good idea. Yeah. Uh, but so yeah, just if you do the general math, if all those pre-sales and not everyone is going to be two tickets, there obviously some people buy five, some people buy one, right? But you know, if you just do the general simple math, which that's a hundred and twenty thousand tickets, right? I mean, even if half those people buy tickets. Right, that's say thirty thousand people buy tickets, but they buy an average of two. That's at least sixty. Right, exactly. And that's if only half the people exactly. buy anything, and that's that's sixty in like the pre-sale. Then it would have to go, if there's anything left, to like a, a regular sale. Right. So, so I feel like they're going to get. I mean, it looks like from the the um, what's it called? The yeah, seating charts the they've seating released. Chart. Like it looks like they're going to have everything available. There isn't like a big area blocked off or. Or anything so it looks like they're going to try to sell you know ninety thousand plus that's that's my call as i was i was going to go on record today and you know may 5th when they go on sale we find out we can have record scratch i'll eat it again (laughs) putting my money on it i think they can do it i don't know if they'll do it i don't know if they'll do it in pre-sale but i think they'll do it like by the by the show because if they yeah if they sell you know sixty thousand in pre-sale and then they start announcing matches and like hyping it up. And then people who might not have registered be like, oh, this thing sounds good. That's, you know, maybe you're not diehard fan. Be like, oh, this sounds pretty cool. And then you'll, I right. think they'll eventually get the sellout. Right. And, it, you know, no matter when it don't matter if it sells out 10 minutes after the event starts, as right. long as that last ticket is sold, it right. will sell out. Uh, seriously. Yeah. Uh, but it's looking very good chance that a lot of tickets are going to be sold for that so yeah and how like how great is that going to look on tv when there's you know even if you know eighty thousand, say it's not a hundred percent sold out but still eighty thousand, right like that's going to look amazing and from what we they're not saying the word pay-per-view with this so imagine if they give that to europe and then we get it on free tv right yeah that'll be that'll be a huge a huge like moment for AEW. (laughs) right I mean, oh, anyways, anyways, we don't know anything about that yet. We're yes. we're still talking about Bandito and Orange Cassidy. Yes, good match, uh, great match. Um, Bandito and it was a bit, it was strong. a bit. I think um, I forget. Maybe someone mentioned. That, I'm not sure, but it was a bit more of a like Bandito was was less of a high flyer in this match. Yeah, he was, which I which I liked. Like he he does he has various styles. He doesn't just have to fly. Like he can, he can wrestle. He, he used a lot of like strength type moves, like that one arm yes, suplex. And that was unbelievable. Yeah, oh. it, it was good. He was, I like him. I think he's, he's really good. Yeah. That's, you know, talking about any of these luchadors could take this title. I totally forgot. Like, I mean, we have Jalistico, uh, Roosh, Commander, Vikingo. Commander, Vikingo, uh, 
uh, El Gringo Del Loco or whatever his name is. And what now. what about like Jay White? Like Jay White could take it. Oh like, yeah, <laughs> or Jay White. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just oh. it, like it could it could feasibly be anyone, right? Because Orange right, is kind yeah. of just having matches at this point. Even someone like Ethan Page or I don't know. Oh, I'd I'd love to see Ethan with that. That'd be really cool. Yeah. Um, but anyways, Orange Cassidy he retains. Yes. Uh. And that's his 20th defense. So it's going to be very interesting to see uh, the next time we see him. It's probably going to be in the next week or two. So yes. it's going to be interesting. Who's next. And I enjoyed him trying to put sunglasses on Bendito with the mask on. That was hilarity. <laughs> uh, obviously, there's no no ears to catch the, to catch the uh, ends of the glasses. So they just kept falling off. It's great. Um, at Right after the match, Darby and Jack Perry... Had little confrontation backstage. With oh, but Matt. before that confrontation backstage, there was the possibly the funniest segment of the night. I forget what that was. It was Renee that. talking to Adam Cole, and Adam Cole was did a good job. But then Orange Cassidy just watched oh, him going, "Hey, are you yes. gonna are you gonna interview me?" Yeah, which was amazing. I, <laughs> I forgot that that's when that happened. That was, yeah. And then she's like, "Well, no, we were talking about this thing that happened. We're trying to get to the bottom of it." He just goes, "Oh," <laughs> and then he walked away. And Bandito brilliant. goes, "Oh." <laughs> yeah i forgot about bandito did it too that was amazing that was great it was uh orange cassidy is he's a national treasure yes he's awesome oh he's so good then renee again with now with darby and jack Perry. yes then renee again renee all over the show she was uh she is well obviously i think officially the 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 backstage interviewer yeah uh but i, I don't know like I'm not saying that, that like she's very good at that, but I would you rather see her in like like a I don't even know if she wants to do it, but like a podcast setting, like to get like in depth with people. Yeah, I mean she she can do a lot, so it, she does a great job at her backstage interviews. But it does seem like she could be doing more. Maybe she doesn't want more. I don't know exactly. But, that's what. Yeah, but Just yeah, she's she's doing a great job, and her podcast, like when she does her own podcast, that's that's really good. So. It's very good. It is. Um. Well, Darby and Jack Perry kind of, well, obviously, they were setting up something that was going to happen later. Yes. Uh, <laughs> um, kind of had a truce. Uh, yes. It, it worked well. I didn't, I didn't hate it, but. Yeah, I kind of liked it only because, like I mentioned last week, they, they that, that four-way promo, everyone kind of just attacked Jack Perry. Like, every one of them was That's just true. like, I don't actually, like, so it was kind of it made a bit of sense for Darby to be like, Hey, maybe that was a little much because they're both faces. Like it was a little weird True. that like even the face was piling on Jack Perry's. True. So it, it made sense. Um, but yeah, uh, th that was set up for something that happens a little bit later in the show. Yeah. Uh, but we had our new favorite person, double J versus yes. Dax Harwood. Uh, and I mean, what what a professional wrestling match! <laughs> like, yeah, this was for sure. Old school, and it was fun. Bret Hart would have probably liked it. Yes, but uh, though I, though you, you mentioned when it was actually on that that Bret Hart needs to come in and teach people how to apply the sharpshooter. He totally that he needs to have a class. <laughs> just sit people down, just like a sharpshooter class, just to be like, now yes. listen. <laughs> Yeah, Tony Khan just like it doesn't have to be on TV. Can show him just like let him explain because it it's been it it's not been shown well on AEW television. It's odd because <laughs> it looks like a pretty like straightforward move, but a lot of people do it wrong. Like not just in AEW, like there's been right. like WWE guys. Like I remember The Rock did the sharpshooter a lot, and every single time he did it, it was wrong. Like they it I don't know why, but like maybe Brett just did it so well that everyone else's looks bad in comparison. But yeah, that's true. It looks like it should be a really easy move, but everyone, almost everyone, doesn't look great when they do it. Didn't you say that uh, there's a story that whenever the Montreal screw job was happening, he was coaching Michaels to yes. do it because he thought he was doing it wrong? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was telling him, like, no, cross my legs over this way. Like, well, like... <laughs> meanwhile, yeah. <laughs> uh, unbelievable. Anyway, that's how much that's how much belief Bret Hart had. In, in in that company that they weren't going to screw up and he's still there yes. <laughs> oh no he went back i'm sorry yes he went he, back he, he did leave back. 
he did leave. He went back. That's right. Uh, anyway, anyways, Jeff Jarrett won a match. Yes, and it was a heel win, and it was great. Yes, loved and Jeff Jarrett was super over. That like, the crowd loved Jeff Jarrett. They were like, they were really I into him. Everybody loves Jeff Jarrett now. Like yeah. me and you were jokingly texting back and forth. Not jokingly, we were texting back and forth, and like he might be like one of the most important signings in yeah. AEW history. I'd say he's at least like top 10. It, absolutely. And like once you get like, you know, Punk and Danielson and Adam Cole and Sting, like he's right. like the next tier of like, yeah, he's been great. And I mean, just look at the, the production value has gone up. Now I understand they, they hired that ex uh, WWE producer. Right. Um, too. But I mean, Everything we, I mean, me and you used to complain on here, like that was a weird time for a commercial break, right? Uh, they shouldn't have cut there, yeah. Um, like it now looks like a highly, a very highly produced show, right? Yeah, in a good way, yeah. And and Jeff Jarrett has a lot to do with that. And they're touring, like they're they're, yes. they're going they're going to cities they haven't been to before, like they're for a while it seemed like they were just going to like the same 10 places, right? Over, but right. now they've they've branched out a lot, it's been. And speaking of branched out, Tony Khan had an announcement. Yes, he did. Uh, well, he announced the Owen Tournament 23, 20 for 2023. I'm sorry, not the 23rd Owen Tournament. <laughs> <laughs> the Owen Tournament for 2023. Um, and the finals will be, be held on Saturday in yes. Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Which, of course, is a house show, and I'm sure that they would, they would do it at a house show right in calgary That's... why would why would they why would they televise that i mean AEW doesn't have a tv show on saturdays i i know i mean <laughs> there's rumors of one yes i wonder if i wonder if that happened to, yeah i wonder if that might turn into a tv show Just... yeah so that's really cool though having it that's in a, super cool on, in in calgary is really cool okay so we're saying it right now tony khan i don't care what the penalty price is bret hart has to be there Yes. You pay WWE for his appearance. Right. If he gets fined or like whatever, or break, right. they break his contract and he loses a million dollars because they broke his contract, just pay. Just, just pay. Just, pay. Pay. <laughs> yeah. just tell him. Like, yeah. They've screwed him and his family over beyond a bajillion times. Right. Give him a moment. He has yeah. not had an actual moment since he returned. Yeah. Yeah. Let, he, yeah has have, he has to be there. He has to be there. And not like, oh, he's here, and it's like you see pictures of him backstage a week later. No, he right. needs to. Be no, he needs to like Martha. give out the trophy or yes, be the guest timekeeper or something. Like he needs to. Yeah. Oh yeah, give him yeah, give him like something like that. Let him be. Oh, that would be incredible. Yeah, he needs to be there. Anyways, hundred yeah, percent. Anyways, um, and you're gonna get to see some of the uh some of the matches at forbidden door yes i will be attending i will be attending forbidden door i don't know if i've mentioned this to anybody else previously but i will be at forbidden door um so he did say it said like they're 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 doing something at double or nothing but i think it sounds like they're just announcing the the brackets or something right at double or nothing that's what it sounded like yeah it sounded like yeah it 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 didn't sound like it was starting maybe in maybe a qualifier tony likes tournaments so yeah maybe like qualifiers or something yeah but yeah, you're gonna. They're doing a whole. It's Canada's getting a lot this summer. Yeah, because he said the tournament's basically happening in Canada. They're in Canada basically, for like three, yes. three and a half weeks or something. So they could do the whole tournament in like in three weeks. Oh, uh, you're gonna get. That'll be great. Yeah, you're gonna get some good stuff. And yeah, double double J, nice job bringing it all to Canada. Good for you. Heck yeah, heck <laughs> yeah, that's unreal. Uh we had a little segment. With Wardlow and Art Anderson, yeah, and I, I don't buy it yet, but I didn't hate it. <laughs> yeah, it was a little weird. Um, Art Anderson said that Wardlow was going to lead them into the new millennium, which is like yes. the year, which is yeah, Wardlow's not be wrestling in the year three thousand. Three thousand. <laughs> I feel hey, like it, Art Anderson temporarily forgot it wasn't like nineteen ninety eight, and like <laughs> probably. <laughs> Well, see, that's why I don't buy it yet because Arn is too out of touch. But I understand why he's there. Right. Wardlow 
this is my problem with Wardlow and his promos. He's either screaming at you when he should just be talking or someone embarrasses him or annihilates him. And he just is like real chill and like, he'll smirk about it. Right. Yeah. Like, That's a good point. He's the opposite. Like, yeah. Yeah. Get mad, get fired up when it's time to go become that, but also show them who you are. Like he can like speak. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. He also tries to throw in his catch his world those world catchphrase. He tries to if I feel exactly. like it's forced, like he forces it into and it, yeah, it's not working. Yeah. But you're it's, right. It's he does not. have like the the foundation of ability to cut promos. He's just yes. not doing it. And again, nothing against Arn because Arn did his job in that. He hit the points like, right. basically what they were starting, what what who Wardlow is, blah blah blah. It's just the destination to get there. Like Arn is just like you said, new millennium. He probably thought, man, this is gonna rock him. And then we were like, ah, that's yeah. That's 80s. probably something he said he did. Like, I'm not I was joking when I said he forgot what year it was. I'm sure he did. Yeah. But like it's probably that's something he said in a promo 20 years ago, 25 years right. ago that worked really well. And like he was just like, I'm gonna try it again when like not even thinking that, like, oh yeah, now it doesn't make sense anymore. Like <laughs> nine hundred plus years have to pass. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know, Arn. Uh, but again, Christian comes out. Yes. Less is more. Yes. Uh, nobody. Every, everybody really wants this Christian promo, and he's going to make you wait for it. Yes, and it's Christian and Luchasaurus. Sorry, Luchasaurus. Uh, yes. Uh, Christian is. I mean, he is the meat and potatoes of that whole thing. And I like and what they awesome. did, where Luchasaurus, where Christian walked away, but Luchasaurus didn't want to walk away. Like he wanted to go, and Christian kind of yes. had to pull him back. That was cool. Yes. Yes. Oh, Christian is. Oh, Whenever he does so cut this cool. promo on Wardlow, it's going to be devastating. So I can see why they're. Yes. I can see why they're waiting to like establish oh, Wardlow a bit more. Okay, elephant in the room. Are we going to see Edge and Christian, or Adam Copeland and Christian Cage? I really hope together? so. I mean, they were together at a Leafs game recently. Yes. So that was cool. Um, Edge recently gave an interview saying that like oh he wants to keep wrestling but he knows his time is something like oh he knows his time is running out he doesn't have that much time left and he doesn't want to be a guy who hangs on for too long um but his contract apparently runs out like this year in for wwe so i don't know and i and whenever you see people talking with us online there's just there's a lot of wwe fans online right so they're so they're always saying oh no it'd be cool it'd be more likely for christian to come to WWE, right. but like we don't know what Christian. First of all, we don't know what Christian's contract is. We don't know how long he exactly. signed for. But second of all, like Christian's never been treated that well. He's he's treated way better in AEW than he ever right. was in WWE. Like Edge would come to AEW and be treated well, guaranteed. Right. But you don't know what's going to happen to Christian. Like, are they going to make him the little you know flunky again like they did last time? He's like he's uh-huh. never been yeah. treated equally to Edge, whereas. In AEW, they would be treated equally. So I don't know. It'd be really cool. I don't know if it's going to work out. I don't know if like how contracts and, work or timing yeah. works, or but it'd be really cool. And okay, my my question to you is: if it happens, do you give everybody like we have the Hardy boat? Well, the Hardys now. Do you give them Edge and Christian, or do you have them feud? I mean, it'd be really cool to see. Edge and Christian or Adam and Christian or whatever they're going to call right. themselves right. Um, against the Hardys or not even in a match, just like in a promo or just in the same ring together or like them against, you know, FTR would be really cool. Cause that, or them against the young bucks would be really cool. Oh, all those um, incredible, but also a Christian edge feud would be great. Cause they could do it properly this time. Cause Christian could actually right. do so, do something as opposed to when they did it in WWE and it didn't really work out either way. Either one is cool. I'm fine with either. Same here, but I could just see Christian like having his music hit and the crowd going nuts. Like Edge's face be like, "Oh my god!" And like he like runs down and embraces him, and then just like pushes him away and goes like, "Just then the character." Hits. Yeah, yeah. And he's just like, "You had to follow me here." Yeah, <laughs> I've been trying to sh- I've been trying to shake you for twenty years. Like, yeah, oh, it would be so. That would be good. That'd be good. <laughs> it would be so good. Anyways. <laughs> Sorry, we're, we're trying to stay on pace tonight. Yes, we're trying to kind of get through this. Yes. Um, we had Sammy and MJF backstage and probably the second most hilarious uh, <laughs> skit of the night. I will say I laughed out loud. It was hilarious. 
I, I loved every second of it. I like them trading gifts. I liked him giving him a vest and giving him a scarf. That was fun. Incredible. It was the whole thing was just great. And yes. Oh, amazing. And then I don't know. There's going to be a lawsuit, I believe. RJ City, unjust attack. Yes, I was fully, I was fully on board with the BCC, and then they attacked for RJ. And now yeah. I don't know. Now it's this plus what they did later. I don't know. I, I, yeah. I, I can see them really trying to make the BCC heels, but like, who does everybody love? Let's have them attack him. <laughs> right. Uh, it, oh, it, Renee's gonna have. It's gonna be. It's gonna be hell for her at home this week. Yeah. <laughs> RJ's RJ is going to be upset. They're, they're friends. Yeah. They possibly, maybe no, maybe no more. Maybe not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if yeah, I guess if you're if my if someone's husband punched me in the face, maybe I wouldn't be friends with them either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So for no reason. Uh, yeah. <laughs> un, un, totally uncalled for mocks. Yes. Uh, but it worked. It played, did what totally it needed worked. to do. Yeah. The, the the that was the flip of the switch. Yeah. Instantly. Hey. now everyone's like oh yeah we hate them i forgot <laughs> yes yes and it was done so well yeah like, for sure that that we talked about that segment nine thousand times longer than it actually was right and it was great because art like and it you was could, great. You, you didn't see them come in he would just or they was just talking all of a sudden he just got like blindsided that was cool <laughs> yes now on the other show you would have been showed an immediate instant replay Yes. <laughs> then they would have explained it while it was being replayed again. Yes, they would have explained who RJC was and what he was doing, even though you already knew who he is. <laughs> right. Yeah. Unbelievable. Anyways, moving right along. Sammy versus Darby. Uh, very fun match. Uh, I, 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 I'm in the, I'm in the camp of I liked the ending. Well, I'm just gonna go right for it. I know it was I a little weird to me. I, I thought it was a little weird. Why did you like it? Because it was a DQ. And yeah, that's. that's I thought it was weird fun. because like nobody actually hit anyone, right? He just like it was a DQ for like holding the skateboard. Right. It was. It was like the fake. The you know. It was Sammy like the Eddie Guerrero the ending bump. to a match. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Sammy took the fake bump, and you know the ref turns around to see what happened, and he's holding the board that he caught. It's genius. Yeah. And, uh, I just MVF feel like there's a bunch of times it. when like. People get hit behind the ref's back. Oh, absolutely. And the ref doesn't do anything. So, like, it's weird that he did something this time. But referees are inconsistent, I guess. So, And it, it plays into the heel win. Right. Uh, or, or not the heel win, but they thought they were going to win. Right. You know, because then, you know, Sammy, it was going to be Sammy and MJF. Sammy was going to lay down for the title. And as they were yapping along, Tony Schiavone has never been happier. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm just—he played this so well. That was good, oh, and it was great how like the like Taz and Excalibur kept talking, and he just kept going, "Oh, Tony, oh, really? Okay. Yeah, that was it. It sounded a lot more realistic than if exactly they'd done it any other way. Yeah, it, it was. Oh, it was really good. And um, I like how Tony Khan does this because he knows. First of all, he knows that people are sick of like the authority figure coming out and changing matches, yes. and he knows. I think he knows that he's not great on camera, so. <laughs> He knows he's not going to come out and do like a live thing because it's that that wouldn't work. So he gets Tony Schiavone to do it, and that works out well. Yes, it, it, uh, he's so awkward. It's like how, at least this announcement he did himself. Usually, like Adam Cole does it or something. But... Right, right. Uh, and it's, it was at least pre-taped. Yeah, like it, he did very well on the pre-tape. He just yes, wasn't he yelling, did. and his eyes weren't wandering <laughs> while he like it was. Anyways, but yeah, uh, four pillars match get, likely coming up. Yes, because uh, before that, we're getting a a tag match this Wednesday between yes. uh, it's going to be Darby and Jack Perry versus Sammy and MJF. And there's stipulation if MJF and Sammy cheat in any way, it becomes a four pillars match. Or if they or if they lose, if they lose or, or if they cheat. lose, yeah, yeah. Sorry, or if they lose, which means. They're one thousand percent winning this match, right? Because <laughs> you know, in wrestling, when you announce that something's going to happen, that thing exactly. never happens, <laughs> right? So, yeah, that's how we're going to get the fatal four way. Uh, I, I, gonna... my, my thinking is, Sammy's going to cost MJF because they right. had that they had that skit later where like MJF got in the car and didn't put Sammy right. in the car, 
And I think Sammy's going to cost MJF and then be like, no way. I said I would lay down for you in a singles match. I didn't say anything about laying right. down for you in a four-way match. And that's how he's going to get out of like MJF kind of a check to lay down for him. He's going to say, I'm not going to, I, I said I'd lay down for you. I didn't say I'd lay down for Darby or Jungle Boy. Now, I, I, I obviously we're not to the fatal four-way yet, but I hope they make this some sort of like elimination. Yeah, I hope so too. I always like elimination ones better. And me too. And if the title is going to change hands, I hope they eliminate MJF first. Yeah, that's so always fun. Yeah, that's always fun that it happens. Yeah. Yes. And, and, oh, please. <laughs> I never <laughs> like the four-way or triple threat matches when it's not an elimination because I know that they have that thing to try to make the champion at a disadvantage where they're like, he doesn't have right. to even have to be pinned. But I always think right. that's cheesy, especially in this instance, because if any of these other guys won, it would be their first world title. So yeah, they have right. to beat, they'd have to beat and like to have, you know, jungle boy pin Darby and win the world. Like that seems lame. So they, exactly. They have to do it better. Yeah. And the other thing I always thought about too, is like in that stipulation, like if me and you, like if wrestling was real and we were in this match, I'd be like, Rick, look, dude, I, as soon as the bell rings, I'm going to jump on my back. You pin me, you give me the first shot at the title. Right. <laughs> And then right. everyone, it's like, why, huh? What the hell just happened? And then you're like, oh, that's how the real world works. You right. just got <laughs> y'all in the back. <laughs> that's what yeah. happened. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, um, it looks like we're going to get the fatal four-way at double or nothing. Yeah, and that'll be fun. Uh, and that'll be very fun. Um, just uh, just real quick, you were uh, referencing Sammy and the, the end of the show. Did you happen to watch Rampage? No, I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it yet. Okay. Okay, then I'll, I'll t- we'll talk later. All right. Uh, Adam Cole and Chris Jericho had a segment. That yes. First and foremost, was awesome. Yes. But got even more incredible because I'm still speechless on who showed up. Yes, that was, that was incredible. Uh, Roderick Strong is all elite. Yes. And now, did you think so- it? Did you think it said SRS when he came out? Not to cut you off. I was. I when when I first saw on the screen, I was sure it said. I was like, is Sean Ross Sapp coming out? Like, what is going on? It, it, you brought that up to me. It didn't even register. I immediately I thought to- that. I was trying to figure out who it was. I was like, that says SRS. No, it's not going to be Sean Ross Sapp. And then <laughs> that they- would have been awesome. <laughs> <laughs> like the place would have. Like someone would have lit the place on fire. <laughs> Like, if that was the big moment. <laughs> yes. He just comes out and is, like, angrily tweeting at people. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, but Roger but no, Strong. Roger Strong. That was cool. No one expected this. It's, 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 I mean, everybody, including WWE, thought he was still under contract. Right. <laughs> like, that's yeah, just you. He was still on their website. Yeah. Uh, you, yeah, you screen capped it yeah. to me. He was still like, on their roster was... on their website. What what apparently happened, I sent it to you earlier, I don't know if you saw, yeah, apparently yes. his contract ran out in like December and yes. he just kind of didn't say anything. And right. they and it was December, right? So that's what all that stuff was happening with like Vince and everything. So that I think just no one noticed it and like he right. didn't say anything and they didn't say, so like he just like was quiet. And like, and Tony Khan, whenever he signed, I don't know if he signed him in December or like signed, he kept it quiet. And held right. on to it for a long time, like waited for a good moment to have him come out. Right. And like, oh, it was just so well done. Yeah. I mean, I haven't been that surprised. I mean, and this not to be funny, but I'm going to show my age here. But like, this is pre-internet surprise because the internet spoils everything. Right. In pro wrestling, I have not been this surprised since before the internet existed. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Seriously. Because even even when um like Hall and Nash went to WCW, like I remember being again now also showing my age. I read in the paper, like there used to be like a wrestling right. like rumors thing in the in the newspaper on like Sunday afternoons or something, Sunday like yes. a Sunday paper. I read that like their contract expired and they were going to WCW. And so I remember yes. like even when they showed up, I knew that they were no longer with WWF. But right. this, like, every other time, either it's spoiled for you or at least you know someone's contract. Like Adam Cole, like it was a surprise when right. he showed up, but you knew his contract was up. Everyone knew, right. like, he was leaving. His contract was up with NXT. Maybe he'd resign, but you you weren't. You knew his contract was up. 
in this right. sense, like everybody, like all the reports said he he was signed to like 2024. Like nobody knew. That's so incredible. Like, first off, what kind of ship are you running that a person's contract runs out and you assume they still work there? <laughs> Didn't that <laughs> happen with dude, um, Malachi? It could have. No, what, ha- what happened with him is that he was NXT guys have a 30 day non-complete. And the WWE, oh, like okay. if you're in main roster, you have 90 day. And they called him to the main roster and he was on the main roster for like six months or something. And they didn't change his contract. He still had his NXT contract. Oh. So when they released him, they thought he was out for 90 days and he showed up on right. Dynamite. They're like, oh no, let's check. And they checked his contract. We're like, oh, what? what? We didn't fix that. <laughs> and like, <laughs> <laughs> Wow. That's incredible. You can tell a company is huge and like. If stuff like that happens, has a yes. bunch of like backstage nonsense going on when like they don't realize that people's contracts are expired. The whole thing, like, is this story was breaking like in the past, well, since Wednesday night. I'm thinking, like, was he like, were they paying him? <laughs> like, how is he just showing up at the performance center and them not realizing, like, hey, we haven't sent Roddy a check in seven months? Well, he's, apparently, like, he, he, like, he was he was injured recently, like a few months ago. He's been out. Oh, for like okay. a couple months. I think I think that with the story I read online, I think what the story is his contract expired in December. And I think okay. he was still there for a little bit afterwards, like helping like he wasn't on, on TV, but he was like right. helping with training or something. So maybe that was a separate deal. Oh, okay. maybe he had like okay. a sep- a separate contract for helping gotcha. with training people. And then that gotcha. one expired, too. And then he was injured, so he didn't go back on TV. So that no one thought, "Oh, let's check in his other contract." Yeah, it's oh, it's, okay. It was like That's a weird, genius, though. Yeah, it was great how it worked out. And because he's like, I don't know if he did married to Marina Shavir or dating, whatever it is. Um, their husband and wife. Their husband and wife. Okay. Um, yeah. I'm sure she probably told like he didn't. He didn't even have to call Tony Khan to right. be like, "Hey, by the way, my contract's up." He probably just told her, and like she told Tony Khan and then it's not even weird. Then it's not even, Oh, why is Roderick strong meeting with Tony Khan now? Like, no, right. like his wife's, yeah. she, she works there. So. Yeah. You could have, she could have just set that or they could have just set that up as like, Oh, I'm just, you know, seeing how it's a local, uh, not local. It's just a random talent meeting. Marina come in my office. Right. You know, yeah. Make it seem like you randomly picked her. Then the other talent doesn't even know. So. And apparently they set it up to happen in, in Florida because he lives so he in Florida. Drive. So yeah. he didn't have to fly anywhere. That's incredible. It's such the, the that's skill right there. Yeah. So good. That's yeah. Poor that Bobby is, fish. Poor Bobby Fish. I was gonna get there. That's my next note. Dude, dude sold out hard. Yeah. He, 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 he chose he chose the wrong horse in the race, man. Yes, definitely. And this is that's not an anti WWE rant right there. That is you 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 did the worst thing in wrestling, you burned a bridge. And I, I love that he went to the rest of the undisputed era undisputed elite and was like hey why don't we all go to wwe and not only did they say no then the other guy he knew in wwe also left (laughs) right and during that time like that was roughly about when all this went down uh wasn't that around when strong's contract would have actually ran out right So he was probably like, yeah, Bobby, I I might resign. (laughs) (laughs) Unbelievable. Uh, So do you think we end up getting, I mean, not, we, no one knows Kyle O'Reilly's status. He's like pretty, I think he's, he's he's pretty severely, he had like neck surgery or something, right? Neck surgery, right. Um, So he could be out for a while, but do you think we get what we thought we would never get and get the undisputed elite versus the elite at some point now that they can just replace Bobby Fish with Roderick Strong? Oh, absolutely. That's going to happen now. Uh, that would be really cool because that would be they they really yeah. wanted to do that and then everyone got hurt so they couldn't right but now they can they just don't have Bobby Fish and that's fine and that's totally fine and see the thing is is like the Bucks being heel steel even though they're kind of like on the fence but uh, Adam Cole is major baby face right now so yes. that would actually help the Bucks get back on the other side of the fence yes so that would be that'd, that would that'd be, be really cool I wonder because Bobby Fish has been working with New Japan. I wonder if how bad, like how bad that bridge is burned. Like, could right. we have at least one like backstage segment at like Forbidden Door where they're all like, maybe he won't work for AW, but like, can they all just be in like right, a right. shot? Cause that'd be cool. 
like just to have them. And I think I I I don't know. I don't know Tony Khan obviously, but he's a guy who's he's such a wrestling nerd. I feel like he would oh, be yeah. he like, would let that yeah. happen even if he doesn't like Bobby Fish. He'd be like that like just as a wrestling nerd because it'd be really cool. Right. I feel like he'd let it happen. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I, he would definitely let that happen. And it's so weird. Like it, it was weird when it was the other three guys, but now it's even weirder when like the the NXT uh, AEW Wednesday Night War. Like those were yeah. the guys. Like the Undisputed Era yeah. were the guys. Like them and Keith Lee were the guys. Like leading <laughs> leading the the NXT hat, and they're all gone. <laughs> and they all work for AEW. Now. Yeah. And then, like you said, like even people like. Like Swerve was popular, but no one realized how good Swerve right. was. Yeah, and yeah, you said they reformed his group and they stink now. Yeah, I heard that. This is just a rumor, but I heard that like because NXT lost in the ratings to to, to AEW, Vince um, kind of canned everyone. That was you remember you remember he demoted Triple H too. Yeah, I think yeah. <laughs> he canned everyone because they lost in the ratings. But like, it's not their fault. Like they're a third brand developmental right. show. Of course, they're gonna lose to like a main like. AEW's right. top show. Like, right. Right. It doesn't mean none of them are any good. It just means you didn't put them on the right show. But anyway. Anyway. Um, not everything is great in AEW because we still have QTV. Uh, yeah. My, my, my note is QTV is dumb. <laughs> That's, I just, I, I picked up my phone. That's a, one of the few times I've ever done that in AEW history. I really hope so that I, Hobbs would be gone from them, but apparently he's not. I did, though, I did like what he said before I checked out is when I was going by the book, none of this happened. Right. So, obviously, the, the way I looked at it is they can get him to be a babyface when he destroys QT. Right. But then every monster is a babyface because Wardlow, unless they turn Wardlow heel. Right, that's true. <laughs> well, Samoa Joe, but he's mostly ROH now, but yeah. That's true. So it, it's that's just a little conundrum. Yeah, but, that's true. Uh, but after that, that, I quit listening. So it's just stupid to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've already uh, spent time on it. Yes. Uh, Jade <laughs> TV, versus, TBS championship match. Jade versus Taya. Uh, I loved it. I thought it was great. The match was, was good. Weird. The finish was yes. weird. I didn't like the finish well, at all. Well, now we have a story. Yeah. I think it you also well, the finish. I didn't Jay like how cheated. I didn't like how the finish was booked, but I also I think it didn't come off the way it should have because it kind of seemed like Jade was supposed to like I don't know she kind of just dropped her and then the roll up was weird. It was I don't know I didn't like it. Oh, uh, yeah, I see what you're saying, but I I I, I like the the heel aspect of Jade using the tights. Yeah, I, the, I like that gives Jade a little bit of. I know she's supposed to be a heel, but I also know that everybody likes her. Yeah. But if you give people a reason to not like her, like if she starts just cheating. Right. You know, and then making these wins cheaper. Like, right. Yeah. It, I, I do like that they're extending this because it wasn't, yes. I mean, if Ty is going to win the title, I don't, I don't think she was ready for it at this point. Right. Not wrestling wise. Like obviously she's a good wrestler, but like, not yeah, established like coming, like coming right into the company yeah jade's been tbs champion for so long that the person who beats her is going to be like immediately a big deal and i feel like they need to have her on tv a bit more before they could have her be that person i totally agree uh, or they can well, just wait for chris atlander or which that's what i want too but yes <laughs> i don't know i don't know what we're gonna get now yeah i feel like that they'll they'll do every match probably a double or nothing between uh, between these two, between Taya and Jade, I feel like they'll like and, she'll and she'll they'll have her like but she gets some legal ruling that she is allowed to use the move or whatever, and then they'll have a rematch at at Double or Nothing. Oh, it'll be in her home. It, it, there, there'll be no jurisdiction. It'll be in Canada. Oh no, that would be not Double or Nothing. Cool. No, Double. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, that that'd be a cool loophole. But yeah, it's Double, be... Double, Double or Nothing's in Vegas. Damn it. I, I thought I was smart for a second. That would be a really cool loophole to be like, well, actually, we're in Canada. That lawsuit doesn't hold up. That'd be great. <laughs> uh, smart, Mark. That'd yeah. be incredible. You, you're uh, not actually licensed to practice law in this country, so sorry. Oh, uh, that would be that would be incredible. Um, oh, what was I going to say? I was going to say something about Jade. Oh, um, how how many? How do we get sixty? 
Yeah, I feel like now you have to. Okay, I agree. Next question. Whoever beats her, do they have to beat this? Like, do they have to beat the streak or do they have to beat the days? You know, someone like MJF doesn't wrestle as like, right. Yeah. Like she's wrestled 60 times. She's defended this title 60 or 50, sorry, uh, 55. She's defended this title 55 times. Right. Or or 56 now, I think it is. Yeah. Right. But so. There's that aspect, or do you go? Oh, it's the number of days. days. It's, it's right. been like what two years now. It's getting close. If it's not, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that that's good. I just thought of that right now. That's yeah, because like Orange Cassidy's defended his title twenty times, but he hasn't been champion nearly as long. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and, and just imagine if MJF defended that title twenty times, it'd be Roman Reigns level. Right. <laughs> it's like seriously, <laughs> they'd have to make a brand new title. Exactly, and then give it to Cody. <laughs> Not like anyone would ever do that. Just like <laughs> say, right. hey, this champion isn't defending the title enough. Rather than make him defend the title, <laughs> let's just make a new one. <laughs> yeah, and make it look like the title that somebody was <laughs> trying to win and then just put a big R logo on it. I won't even say their name. <laughs> anyway, continue. Anyways, yes. Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter backstage with a little promo. Uh, That's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, You know, they basically stamped their their stake in the game that we're gonna we're gonna get uh the outsiders and outcasts uh, outcasts sorry oh they are basically the outsiders but yes they are basically the outsiders. we're gonna get the outcasts versus i mean brit and jamie and who do you think their third is i don't know because it's i mean maybe sheeta i don't know if she's injured sheeta would make right. sense yeah but we haven't seen her in a minute you haven't seen her in a while yeah yeah. Riho? Riho does make sense, especially with, I mean, they've been making her. Yeah. Could be like, Riho. Riho? I'll take Riho. I was, Sky Blue was another one. But, yeah, that'd work. Uh, Willow would be sick, too. But that Willow might be too new. Yeah. I think probably Riho, because she's been there a long time. That's true. That's true. If we're going by actual pillars, she's if you're going like originals. She's, she's an yeah. original, so. Um. So yeah, that that we're getting a nice long story out of this. I didn't yeah, think I like this, it. This yeah, I love it. I didn't think it would be this long, but I'm, I'm and it hasn't. It's been good the whole time. Like it hasn't dragged or like. There was a couple of weeks where like the the outcast did the same thing, but only for like two or three weeks. But other than the rest yeah. of it, it hasn't dragged at all. Like it's been good. Yeah, I, it's awesome. and it looks like they're not actually allied with Jericho. That was just like a one off. Yes, and I'm, I'm totally happy with that. Yeah. Uh, then we had main event time. Main event time. Kenny Omega, our boy, Kanosuke Takeshita versus Butcher and Blade. Uh, yes. Brian Danielson on commentary. And Brian Danielson on commentary. That's and right. he called the man in the mask, which I loved. It was so what a callback. Yeah. It was so good. <laughs> Danielson's. I told. You, I said. I think I said this last week. Every week he's better. I don't know how. Yeah. He's been wrestling for like what twenty years, and right. like every week somehow. He's better at something. He's a, he does a, he's better in the ring. He's better on the mic. Like he somehow <laughs> right. something something gets better, and I don't understand how that's possible. I I, I totally agree with you. It, it it's unbelievable. Um, again, we when this match was made, obviously, uh, you know where it's going. The Butcher and Blade have no chance of winning this match, right? But it's what happened after. Yes, that. Uh, did did the match actually have a winner? Did Omega and Takeshita win? I can't even remember. Or was it chaos? Yeah, no, I think I think Takeshita pin. Yeah, Takeshita. Uh, Takeshita oh yeah, got he, the pin. he hit his. Yeah, he hit his special move. Yeah, his, uh, I can't think of what it's called. Whatever Anyways, it's called. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Takeshita got the win. And then Danielson grabs the mic and calls. <laughs> he says he sees a pro wrestler and an amateur in the ring. Which yes. I thought was a great line, <laughs> and then he basically calls Kenny the amateur, which oh, it was beautiful. And he screwed up a uh, bit saying if he trained with the elite, yes. but then he was like, no, nope, yes. I mean if he trained with the BCC. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. oh, that... good good point. If he trained with the BCC, he'd be better than if he's training with you guys. And I loved when he was just like, oh, but look at like Nakazawa and Brian, Brandon Cutler. These are the guys who hang out with you. You don't make them better. You just like make them jokes. Right. I like it's, that. He's it was because it was true though. Yeah, I know. I mean, Michael, I mean, it's true. Uh, it's hilarious, but it's true. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the, obviously, uh, 
the BCC attacks them, and Takesta he he took it hard. It was, yeah, it was for all, he tried to he tried to stop it. He tried to stop. Yes. Um, yeah, he did try to play um, play in the middle. Yeah, he tried to help to help both sides keep the peace. Yes, wasn't happening. No, it was it was not happening. And then he got the screwdriver to the head this week. Yes. BCC really establishing this. themselves as heels now. They yeah, attacked they RJ. They attacked. They attacked Takeshita. I mean, you can you can you can hit Don Callis all you want, but like, right, right. not Takeshita. That's too far. Uh, the two most beloved people in the company. Yeah, got it, it within twenty minutes of each other. Right. <laughs> um. So, do you think so, this means is this Takeshita's going to ally fully with the elite now because he got attacked with the screwdriver, or is this a Wheeler Yuta situation where he's like? Gonna want to prove. Gonna want to. He appreciates the the violence and wants to prove himself to them. I think we're gonna. I think he's gonna align with the elite, and Omega's gonna give him the like the cold shoulder. Like you're you're not good enough. Like you're okay. Okay. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it, that makes sense. Like what what he does like with Hangman. Like Hangman's in the room. He won't even acknowledge he's sitting right. there. Yeah, I think he'll try to like just keep big leaguing Takeshita, right? Because he wants a he wants his his guy. He right. doesn't want Callis's guy. Right. So, yeah, I do feel his... like Takeshita's gonna join with the BCC because same here. I feel like Ibushi's coming, and he's yes. gonna obviously ally with the elite. And I I think that's how we're gonna see it. It's gonna be like backwards. Yeah, they'll have like they'll make it seem like Ibushi's gonna join. BCC and Takeshita, and they'll switch, be, yeah, and they'll switch, right? Yeah, I, that's my that's another my really good storyline. This is another really, I, I love this elite BCC stuff, it's great. It is, and I, I didn't think that it would be this fun, and it's very fun, <laughs> yeah, it's fun. And like, the, the matches are good, the characters are all good, the storyline they're telling is good, like, it's yeah. it's, it's it's all been good because, and like, the people who's going to come back, I mean, Hangman hasn't actually allied with the elite yet, right? So True. Whenever he comes back, there's going to be everything between him and Kenny. Like it's it's going to be good. Oh, it's, Kenny oh, still hasn't watched that match. He still doesn't know the Bucks let Hangman. That's, that's right. Hit him. Like yeah, that's it's all good. So many. This can go for this could go for a long time. We we've complained about long feuds before, but this could go forever. Like they they can have this go another year, and it would yeah. be good. Well, I was just going to say that's the thing. It's mainly we complain about Jericho doing it. It's because they're not that interesting. No right. Offense, Chris. Yeah. Like he's a good wrestler. He's good at what he does, but there's, I mean, there's actual built in years of story here. Right. Like, yeah. The elite has like, friends. they have like a lore attached to them now. Yeah. Or, yeah. That, that they could always use. I saw I, someone I mentioned, I don't know, not, 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 I mentioned, I saw someone, heard someone mention, I don't remember who it was now. It's weird that AEW, cause I mean, they've only been around for like four years. But right. they can capture like years just based on the guys like the elite guys who've been involved with each other for so long. They can capture like the nostalgia feeling you get when you watch a WWE thing and they call back to something that happened 10 years ago. Like they right. can do that. They can call right. back to stuff that happened before AEW and make it mean something. It's, it's very true. That's a great point. That's awesome, though. They like the elite are really good at this. Like they're they are they they're good at like weaving stories together and bringing back things that you know you only mentioned briefly before but it mattered and like yeah it, it's great like even like on the, like the latest episode of bte or it might even been last week at the very end uh matt uh, matt jackson was on his like stairmaster at home and yeah. he was humming a song and someone figured out like what song it was, and then there was just like all like the internet exploded after like he was humming it because of this, and right. <laughs> I had no idea what people were talking about. But apparently, this song was in like an old episode of BTE, and nice. that's whenever so and so was on it, and it was like it was literally like I was catching up on a show. Right, like they're yeah, <laughs> they're was... smart when they throw in stuff. They throw in stuff like that all the time, and it's great. Yeah, it was so interesting because like if I didn't look into it, it would have meant nothing to me. You know yeah. what I mean? But that's all there though it's great because it has like it works on the it works on two levels it works on like the level of like if you're a nerd like us who like pays like pays extra close to like you could just watch it on one level and be like that was fun or whatever that was a good match that was 
but you can if you're a nerd you can like look into it and be like oh that move was the same thing he did like like when um uh hangman and the buck and uh the bucks were in the ring with each other recently like they stood in yeah. the same position that they did like <laughs> yes. two years ago like little yeah. nerdy stuff like that you can go oh yeah like point that out and it oh. kind of reward not only rewards you for paying attention like in the moment but it rewards you for watching previously right which is something that wwe like never does like they they forget about stuff like the, the day after it happens like the, the moment after it happens right where like you have no reward for like watching the show for years whereas <laughs> if you're someone who's watched AEW from the beginning like they reward you for that being like hey this is just like that time you know in 2020 when this happened like it's it's right. cool and i mean you brought up a good point and we'll just say it one more time. Remember when Cody lost? WrestleMania, <laughs> <laughs> remember that? That was yes. That was a big payoff, right? <laughs> what a time to be a fan. Now, speaking it's of payoffs, good. before we go, yes. And I don't know, are you done? Are you done with Dynamite? I'm done. I'm done with Dynamite. Um, quick thing came up today that the Saturday show that's obviously happening. Um, the the rumor, pretty confirmed rumor, is that when you when you book your first episode of a Saturday show in the United Center in Chicago. Um, yes, there's a reason you booked the United Center in Chicago because 100 because CM Punk's coming back. Now, the yes. rumor that came out today was that there'll be another debut or return on that show. Who do yes. you think it is? <sighs> I'm gonna go with I'm gonna, I'm gonna die on this hill because I, I, I posted it on Twitter. I think it's Andrade. All right, and I can see I that. Nothing to, I have nothing to back that up. He's been quiet. Like the LFI has really been taken off, especially in Ring of Honor. And Roosh has been claiming about how great of a leader he is. Yeah. And again, talk about what you just said with the elite AEW. Like, that's a perfect little hint that if you're paying attention, like, oh, wait a minute, Roosh technically isn't the leader. You right. Know, Andrade is the leader. Right. Like, he's telling us how great he is. Like, it's been very interesting. Right. Uh, so I think that's going to be my, that's going to be my guess is Andrade. I hope that it's either Miro or Chris Datlander. Because I would like to see oh, either, either of them back. That'd be cool. That would be but, sick. but I don't know. Because uh, go ahead. <laughs> that would be cool because I like I want to see them back. But like Miro has been gone for so long. Like I don't know what's going on right. with him. I don't know if like he's ever going to be back. I don't know what's happening. And um, Chris Dantlander, like it depends on if she's better, healthy. healthy. But either of those would be really cool for me to see. Sorry, you heard my Alexa during that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I was like, just go ahead. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she was reminding me that wrestling starts in 15 minutes. Well, there you but go. It, but it doesn't. Well, no, it's, yeah. See, that's terrible because I usually fall asleep. Ah, makes <laughs> so sense. I have it set for every Friday at 9.45. <laughs> and I forgot to shut it off. Um, but anyways, um, yeah, I, that's who I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with Andrade. Yeah, uh, I could see that. That'd be cool. Yeah, some people are thinking Goldberg. It's not going to be Goldberg. I don't think it's going to be Goldberg. And I mentioned before, the only way I think Goldberg would work in AEW is if he was willing to like just lose to like Hobbs or Wardlow. Um, yeah, and I, I don't know if he would. Exactly. And I don't think, I mean, if he would take the Sting treatment, uh, I don't think he's. I, I don't know the guy, obviously, but I don't think he's as humble as Sting, and I don't think he would just mentor somebody. Yeah, apparently, I mean, he apparently he wants a retirement match, right? So if if he wants a retirement match and it's going to be like a passing the torch retirement match, then I'd do it. If like he's if he's willing oh, to come yeah. in, if he's willing to come in and like lose to Wardlow or Hobbs or something like that, mm -hmm. that's fine. But if he wants like a big send off where he's like a winner, I wouldn't do it because like what? How does that help AEW? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, and and there's that chance in this. I mean, you know, you can call me. You know, looking into this a little too much, but there's also a chance that the crowd and AEW crowd just does not want him. Right. So like like the imagine, AD, yeah, that, that could work out really badly. Yeah. Imagine like him coming out and like this crowd just like, oh, uh, uh boo. Right. <laughs> or just nothing at all. Especially if it looks like he's going to win. Like if it looks like they're putting him in a match that he's going to win, then yeah, the people would not react nicely to that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the AEW crowd is not as crazy as like an ECW crowd, but they would tell you if they didn't 
enjoy something right like yeah. the ecw crowd and there's a chance that if he would show up it could go over bad yeah and i mean and like logistically too like if it's going to be goldberg they're not he's not just going to show up they're going to do a whole thing if they ever oh, did yeah. sign goldberg like that would not just be uh oh yeah he's going to be on the same show cm punk that like the person who's going to be on that show is not at the level of like a cm punk like no offense to andrade or Miro or anyone else right. like punk's right. going to be the story of that show and they're just right. going to have someone else come back that day just because it'll be cool. Yeah. And going back to what you were saying, like if they would sign Goldberg and I'm not being, I'm not joking when I say this tone, I always say Tony Khan likes pro sports. He'd probably hold a signing like you yeah, for an athlete. I agree. Because Goldberg, I mean, ESPN would probably show up for that. Like right. Goldberg signs with somebody that's not WWE. Yeah. That'd be like a big thing. They yeah. wouldn't just do a random appearance. Now that would be totally awesome if yeah. you're just like the lights go out and then all of a sudden Goldberg shows up on the stage like right. Sting did that. I was like yeah. that would be, but you're right. You don't do that with someone to that caliber. Right. You make as much spectacle out of that as you can to promote the company. Right. Because that's what uh, AEW would be getting out of it. Like he's not going to put right. on a great match, right? But like you're right. going to, it's the publicity you want. Yeah, you're just getting your his name. Yeah. You know? Uh, but. Uh, I don't have anything else. Do you have anything else? This no, I think I think it, I'm good. Perfect. Uh, on that note, we'll we'll close up shop here. Uh, again, at Elite City Pod on all social media. Yes. Uh, like, follow, subscribe, comment, rate, all of it. All the good Retweet stuff. Tweet it. Pass it along. Write it down on a piece of paper if you're old school. Doesn't That's right. matter. Te- text people. Call people. Email yeah, use people. Your landline. There you go. If you even have one, if you know what that is. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, that is about all. Uh, if you haven't watched Rampage, watch Rampage. It's really good. All right, uh, I will. So, I'll also watch Ring of Honor. It was also really good. Nice. <laughs> On that note, until next week, later.